No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. This episode of the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast is brought to you by the Mech Tech Store. Hats, shirts, and more for mech fans everywhere. www.mechtech.net forward slash forums forward slash store for more details. Also brought to you by the Sunder Junkie Sunder 2 Mission Play Server in Mech Warrior 4 Mercs. www.sunderjunkies.com for more information. Hey, Mech Jock. Are you training for MWO? Are you looking for something more than that same old team battle all the time? If so, then check out the Sunder 2 Mission Play Server on Mech Match. But hang on tight, big boy. Because you'll be going up against the most experienced pilots around. Give it a try. You won't regret it. Brought to you by the Sunder Junkies and the Mech Tech Mech Warrior 4 Mercs 3.1 free release. Tell them Nano sent ya. You're listening to the Game Casting Broadcast Network. <laughs> Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. No Galaxy MechWare Podcast number 30. My name is Phil, and I'll be your host. It is May 23rd, 2012, and my shout-out is going to go to all of the Centurion lovers out there. Hell yeah. Darren, where, who you got tonight? Where does that come from? Well, why? What makes you... Uh, uh, what, do I have to have an excuse to love the Centurion? I mean, I don't <laughs> All right, sounds good. This is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil, and my shout-out today goes to phil the birthday boy yesterday happy birthday phil thank you thank you what about you brandon hi uh, my name is brandon also known as catrick hell and once again happy birthday phil and also shout out to my friend belric and of course the live studio audience of, uh, with us today yes yes i'm one year around the sun more complete so there we have it it's actually i had a good birthday so uh about to enjoy the blu-ray season of game of thrones oh yes oh yes sounds good love that show alex you got a shout out do indeed um it's all the noir guys out there and pk as well yeah if you have to if if i have to say happy birthday i'll say happy so out of all the people on my facebook oh hey happy birthday nice day you know hope you have a great day here's alex Happy birthday, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> True love. Uh, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, glad my mother won't see that. Um, but anyways, welcome to all of our new listeners. Put a smiley face after it, so you know it wasn't then. <laughs> yeah, that way. <laughs> right. That makes it all better, right? And of course, we do appreciate your support and you guys being here. Our live audience keeps growing. More and more people are getting on. Uh, sorry, sorry for the, the late warning, but, uh, you know, obviously real life uh, comes first, but... Now, on to the news. And now for the news. If you would like to get your unit sponsored or a recruitment ad up, uh, head to our website, nogutsnogalaxy.net. Go ahead and make a donation of any amount. And then send me an email, bombadil at nogutsnogalaxy.net. Let me know what you want me to say, and we will promote you. Also, a reminder, it's kind of funny saying this now, but... Your units can get a spot on the NGNG TS3 outreach server. Of course, we'll wipe it the next week, and you'll have to do it all over again. But come and reserve your spot. It's fun. Fun, fun. And guess what? We reached the goal. I know. It was like, actually, it was like 501 when I saw it, and I was like, yes! uh." Yep, so we're at 505 now or something like that. Thank you. We made it to 500 users or likes on uh, Facebook, and we appreciate your support. 
So now the next goal is a thousand. So let's beat the drums and get the awareness out there because, you know, friends need to know too. And friends don't let friends go through life without knowing about NGNG. Just throwing that out there. (laughs) All right. This week on our international listener list, coming in at number five and new to the chart this week, Finland. Hi, Finland. Also new at number four, Canada. Welcome back, Canada. Hanging in there at number three is Japan. New on the list at number two is Germany. And we have moving up four spots to number one, Australia. Congratulations, Australia. Where did that come from? Down under. We said we said something about <laughs> beer and they came out of nowhere like dingoes. Indeed. All right. This week's community spotlight. Um, I'll let uh, everybody kind of discuss this a little bit. Um, Brandon actually brought this to my attention earlier, and I have to say it's pretty freaking awesome. The person that we are highlighting or spotlighting is his uh, forum name is Agent Cooper, and he basically builds model mechs. Um, he 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 like uh, carves them out of some. What, what, did we ever, did we figure out what it was, Brandon? I'm not too sure. <laughs> Isn't it pure awesome it carves out? Yes. Well, he carved an awesome, and I guess it's carved out of pure awesome. But whatever he's carving it out of, uh, it's he he makes. I mean, these mechs look amazing. In fact, I I would really like to talk to him about uh, the possibility of commissioning some of these for prizes. But um, maybe uh, somebody can link these to the live studio audience. Um, I, there's a Uziel in there. There's. Uh, what are some of the other mechs that we saw? Obviously, the well, awesome. We've got the, we've got the Hollander. He, I mean, he's actually done quite a bit of stuff. Um, he, the Hollander, the Zeus, the Templar. I believe he's even on there. Or a Tempest. He's got the, I believe the Wolverine. Uh, I mean, he's done a, a ton of stuff. The, the Thanny. I mean, um, just go down the list of the Atlas. Quick draw. He's done a great at quick draw. Um, and I, I think he probably uses some ty- type of epoxy or uh, resin or something like that to the effect. So, Whatever it is he's doing, he's doing an amazing job. Uh, I loved the work he is doing. And, and um, Agent Cooper, if you are out there, go ahead and send me an email. Bombadil at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net. I'd like to discuss your work a little bit further. But amazing work. And, um, you know, if, uh, this is the kind of stuff we like to spotlight. So if you have anything that you would like to spotlight or for us to, to show off to the rest of the MechWarrior community, uh, go ahead and send a submission to spotlight at nogetsnogalaxy.net, and uh, hopefully we'll get that up here. And if you just so happen to send pictures of your naked self with a thong, don't worry. Darren's the only one going to have to see it, so just throw that in. But I will uh, pass that out on to Phil, and then he can use that for his fapping material. <laughs> Are you playing a tabletop game? Do you have one planned? Um, if you do, then let us know. And we will uh, put a little advertisement on here for your tabletop game if uh, you want to try and get more people to it in your community. Of course, if you, you know, I was thinking about this. If you live in the boondocks, then it's probably not going to help at all. But if you live in a major area where there might be other listeners, then maybe we can get some more people to your game. Also, um, we would love to see pictures. Uh, you can send Phil those types of pictures. But if you have pictures of you playing mech warrior clothed and uh would like to get them up on our website or or uh, just have some fun with it or whatever go ahead and send that to us as well and we will get those up i can see a little blurb going on with the picture of darren standing there with some twigs back in my day we didn't have this shit we had twigs and rocks and crap we threw the rocks at each other is that how it went and what was wrong with that back in my day we had an imagination we didn't have to have game developers do every little fucking detail to make it perfect i mean you know i played uh multiplayer battletech solaris and it was shit but we loved it because of our imagination does anybody else know how defensive he's getting about his old age nowadays <laughs> you can hear bomb if you like this better back in the days all right fuck y'all did did you even understand anything alex just said uh something about haggis and skirts And finally, funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as uh, hosting, uh, failed TeamSpeak 3, equipment, software, prizes, and everything else that we're working on. So we appreciate your donations and uh, hope to get more. Thank you. And that is the news. Phil? 
And by prizes, we're actually working on a pretty unique one, and we'll talk about that later when we get details yeah, sh- to sh- sh- through. So just throwing that out there. It will be very cool, and uh, yeah, it's going to be an awesome prize if it works. Um, that's actually why I called Piranha today. So we are working on your behalf to get you cool shit. Throwing that out there. And that's my use of that word for the night. <laughs> the last. Moving on to Book of the Month discussion, we have Sword of the Dagger discussed next week. So May 30th, 2012. Make sure you get the book. You still have a full week. Get it. If you haven't, give it a read. Awesome. We'll discuss it at that time. A little interesting uh, tidbit regarding books and so forth. Um, I've been in an email uh, conversation with um, uh, Keith Jr. um, regarding bringing him onto the show. Um, Of course, he was the author of the first three books that we did, the uh, Grey Death Legion trilogy. Um, very and, interesting and guy. And a few oh, others. dude, the guy has written so much, you know, even outside of the uh, Battletech universe. I don't know how he's had time to write so many books, but he's a really cool guy. Um, also, you know, it was a long time ago when he wrote the, the Battletech book, so he had some interesting things to say about um, the, the behind-the-scenes business stuff. So it would be cool to get him on the show and, and hear a little bit about his experience in the Battletech world. Um, but anyway, neat guy and uh, future guest. Mech of the week. It's not just filler. It's all killer. And now, this week's Mech of the Week. All systems are nom 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 nominal. All right. <laughs> Max. Know. Max. Mech of the week. All right, guys. It was up to you. It wasn't up to me. And this was and pretty... This was uh, by far... Asked. It was one-sided, wasn't it? Totally. And yes. you have the Panther. The P-E... P-N. I-N-S. Anyways, the <laughs> Panther, the 9R. Is the penis the uh, the primary model? It is. You didn't know. No, actually, all right. Serious note, the Panther. Uh, everyone knows it. And if you don't, well, you're about to. The prime... Tons. The, the, the prime is the PNT-9R, but th- th- I think that's what you're trying to say with the PE part. Well, I'm just saying it's pretty awesome. Um, no, the awesome is awesome. Is it? I thought the Urban Mech was awesome, but supposedly. So tell us about the Panther. All right, the Panther. 35 tons, and actually for a light mech, obviously it's, it's up there. But the coolest thing about the Panther it's usually known for is it's a combined mech, originally, from the Dragon himself. You know, uh, the main variant we're talking about, uh, the 9R, is pretty slow, actually, for a light mech, but it's a heavy hitter, a PBC and an SRM-4. So compared to, like, the 20-ton Stinger that has one medium laser and a machine gun, mm-hmm. it's um, it's a light mech, 35 tons, goes 64.8 kilometers per hour, and it has jump jets, so it... You know, at least the jump jets maybe give it a little bit more maneuverability. So if you're trying to run away from the hunchback, eh, not so much. (laughs) Or an atlas, for that matter. Uh, But it does have the maneuverability with the jump jets. And that's one thing that's um, actually pretty useful with this mech on the tabletop. Indeed. It's obviously direct fire support for other light mechs. And it's a heavy hitter. I mean, a lot of light mechs don't have that PPC. Um, you get close range, it uses SRM4 and PPC, obviously, um, but it's pretty slow. And with that as well, it doesn't carry a whole lot of heat sinks, so you do actually start running into to problems, especially if the ambient temperature is hotter, you know, all that fun stuff. Well, not to mention PPC, I mean, talk about a heat weapon. Yeah, at long range, though, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. is, And even, well, you can turn the capacitor off for those who don't know. You know, PPC in the tabletop has a minimum range of three, but you can turn that off, the inhibitor, but you risk blowing it up and or doing damage to your mech and stuff. Just just little things like that, you know, that only kill you. Yeah, it was uh, originally commissioned in 2739. Um, notable pilot, and it's somebody, one of actually my favorite characters from the novels is uh, Minobu Tetsuhara? Tetsuhara. Minobu Tetsuhara. <laughs> That's a fun right. Say it ten right, times Bill. fast. You're making that up. <laughs> no, I am not. Uh, as you all know, or some of you may know, he's a friend of Jamie Wolf and a founder of the Ryukin, 
uh, originally piloted his family's panther, uh, a mech he nicknamed Katana Cat. Um, but obviously Katana. later, Katana Cat, sorry. Um, he moved on to other mechs, and one of my favorites, he eventually got into a dragon. But we're talking about the panther. Um, and also, the panther led to the design of the white in 3068, which was based off the panther design. And the, that actually, my uh, mech is pretty interesting. Uh, one, aesthetically, two, uh, just in general. Um, you can see the difference of technology, how the same tonnage, but yet it's packing anyways compared to the Panther. So pretty, well, we, uh, pretty cool. We've used it in the tabletop and Mega Mech and so forth. Um, I think it's... Mega Mech. it's I've never used Mega the Mech. white, though. The, no, the not the white. Were, no, but no. we're talking about Panther. Gee. Yeah. Who uses the fucking white? I think it's super effective uh, in in Mega Mech. The one we had actually didn't have the PPC. I remember someone had it. It was a, the large laser um, right. version, and it had more heat sinks and more armor. So, you know, it was one of those trade-offs, but you can basically jump around and hit with your large laser all the time. You don't have to worry about dying in a sauna. So, Indeed. A very inexpensive mech, heavy hitter, slow, but uh, it gets better as, you know, the upgrades and refit kits come out. So check it out. It's a very good mech. It's one of those mechs I think that people take if they need to fill in like that last little BV amount or something like that. And they, they can afford a light, but they want something that'll hit heavy. I just what love that PPC. I'm sorry, Brandon. Go ahead. Oh, no problem. I think it's just pretty much essential in a light lands. If you're going for a recon lands, you need something back there. Something that can uh, just PPP to PPC to the face. PP. <laughs> just stick to the unit. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, so we, we all need something that can PP to the face. And now we're going to move on to the community questions. Our first one is Belric, which is Brandon's buddy, and actually we know him quite a bit. And he says, or asks, considering the Kells and the whole Phantom Mech thing, Along with Manuru Karudi's tendency. Wait, to what? Say that last name again. Karudas. <laughs> <laughs> Just having fun with you because you were messing with me on Manubo. I mean, I already know I'd screw up names. I mean, <laughs> it's not new. Anyway. So it's a big deal when I do. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. So it's Manu- Minoru Kurita. Uh, you know, it's probably totally wrong too because it's Japanese. I know. It's probably like, you know. It's, yeah, somebody that knows Japanese is laughing it's at both Manudo, of us right now. Like that boys group. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll let you uh, continue. Along with Manuru Kurita's tendency to predict things. Be a mystic, whatever. And I think he says, best example I can think of is book two of Exodus Road series. Knowing about the details of Victor's near-death experience dream, even though he told no one. What do you think of all this? all of this in the Battletech universe? Do you feel there's some sort of force or something? Or is it just luck or chance in the lore? Or bad authors? Hmm, that's actually a pretty good question. I think, to be honest, that's one of the things I liked about... And actually, uh, I've been posting a lot of questions on the Facebook page, which actually a lot of people have enjoyed. But I've got some really cool feedback. And one of the things that stood out when I asked to the effect of, what do you, what, what's held you into the Battletech universe for so long? And a large majority actually said... Because there was an aliens, it showed humans how they really are, the politics, the darkness, and that we can kill each other as far as wipe out our species on our own. We don't need aliens. But as far as a force, like Star Wars, I mean, you know, there's weird things that happen in life right now that we can't explain. So uh, I don't think it's crazy. The success of this show? <laughs> you got that? Exactly. I mean, people listen to my voice. I thought it was all done to me. You know, it was all done to me. My awesomeness shining through. Yeah, there's that's no it. One, there's no doubting that, Alex. You are awesome. Thank you. Belric, this was a great question. And you know what? I, I think I agree with you. I like the simplicity of the Battletech universe, the fact that there aren't aliens, there, aren't, there isn't magic. Um, and I kind of feel that's the way it is. It's just, you know, it's just realism. I think and, you missed a book. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that when we come, okay? Well, <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm not even going to dive into that. That I just yeah. like the gritty simplicity of it, and uh, yeah, that's something that drew me to it. I mean, but then you also have, they do talk about, the, you know, near-death experiences, and it's funny that you mention that, because when we do get to that book, um, you know, they 
the Fed Sons actually used that tactic to sway people's thoughts, actually put them in a, a you know, fake sense of a near-death experience and all that, blah, blah, blah. And then it happens to him. And so I've always thought it was one of those things, did it really, really happen, you know? But you'd like to think... Uh, Crazy coincidences happen all the time in real life. So it, it, it could easily be applicable here, but, you know, who knows? I think what about cool. the whole Phantom Mech thing, though? Because, I mean, that's happened, what, three, four times? You know, I mean, is it his sensors going crazy? I mean, in the novels, you know, it was, it was one of those things that uh, Jamie Wolf and being able to almost materialize and defeat his enemy at the last second and just all, you know, it's just one of those things, you know. If you're looking for something, Ooh, you're going to find scary. it. Yeah, right. If you're looking for ghosts, you're going to find them, supposedly, right? Uh, whatever. All right, our next question is Patricia Fox. It says, with the details for the closed beta, closed and open beta announced, as well as some of the account packages, do you think Peronic Games will also announce a lifetime subscription as well, or do you think they'll go for the monthly fee route instead? Hmm. I mean, would you guys, I mean, a lifetime? To be honest, I don't think they would do that. Right? Well, they might I mean, it's a gift, as a prize. That's about it. I think it's a, that, that's my I think it's a bit of a, a false thing to, to advertise because you don't know if it's going to last for it or not. Yeah. The monthly yeah. one's probably better. Well, and many games have come out with a lifetime subscription. Um, and from my experience, most people, after they've done that, regret it. Now, you know, that doesn't mean that it's not a good idea or that they won't be doing it, but... Um, You're not talking about marriage, are you? <laughs> oh, that's a whole other can of worms. Okay, dude. Is, is Rebecca there? I don't think so. Is she? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. You got the door. Um... I think they'll continue to go with the, the fee route uh, monthly. They may have specials and stuff, and as you can see, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, um, but it definitely opens the door for uh, specials to go out there and whatnot. And uh, this is the, the free-to-play so, uh, thing. So they might do something like uh, bundles where you pay for six months and get it for the price of five months or something like that. Yeah, be able to save a little bit on the long run if you subscribe, whereas if you just paid month by month, you had to pay. It's sort of like with any subscription, like if you're, you know, if you're, like I got Fox Soccer TV or whatever, if you pay Like a porn site on the internet. Yeah, yeah, you know. What? I don't know anything about that. I think um, the bottom line is with these founders packages, we're just seeing the very beginnings of, you know, what's going to be available. Uh, You know, they may have just monthly, they may have year... 10 year whatever who knows whatever they have we'll pay of course and then we've got the next question Arden Sortek which mech are you guys picking for Operation Inception I'm going with that badass looking Atlas skull face um to be honest I don't really know because what is this question is he asking what the premium mech is going to be no he's asking what mech are we picking what are we going to be shooting for because you get the one mech for paying the sixty dollars fee. Yeah, but I don't. Th- it's not a mech you choose. From my understanding, it's going to be like uh, a, a premium tank in World of Tanks. You're getting a premium mech. It's going to be the mech they give you. Yeah, and so you, I don't, read it, so. you don't know which one it is, right? I mean, no, none of us do. But I don't think we're going to be able to pick. We're just getting whatever the mech comes with that package. I mean, if you're paying sixty bucks, that would be nice. You know. Well, of course it'd be nice to pick, but I don't think it's going to happen. Don't know, but. As far as the mechs, um, if the Centurion is out at the time of release, that's the mech I'm going to be going for, to be honest. Um, well, I'm pretty sure Garth said somewhere that you get to pick. I'm seeing if I can there find people shouting, People are shouting people that you get to pick, yeah. so... Yeah. Wow, Although interesting. Shepard doesn't mean you're right, so... Okay, then I pick the Warhammer. Does that work? <laughs> Where's that? I'm looking in my garage. I don't see a Warhammer, goddammit. Yeah, and uh, for those who haven't been uh, looking on Facebook, I've been—I uh, think the last question I posted was: if you had a battle mech in the garage, which one would it be? And actually, it was like a ton of people responding, and uh, a lot of cool answers because uh, you know a lot of people have different. You got the guy who's like, oh, "I want an atlas so I can stomp everything," and then you got guys who are like, "I just want to be a scout," so they picked. You know, it was definitely cool. So, yeah, I, 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 atlas. You'd have to have a fucking big garage. No shit, huh? So it's Warhammer for me, obviously, because it's just the best mech, but... I'd probably take something more that I'd use a lot, so probably the Hunchback. For me. Probably mm. Scorpion. 
All right, it is time for live studio audience questions. So if any of you have any questions, go ahead and uh, say so now. We have our first one, which is Morgana. Morgana, ask away. You do realize this is going to be like a fapping nightmare because it'll be our first you know, woman to speak. Ooh, the, is this going to be the, the first female voice on our podcast? Yeah. Hi, well, guys. Can... I just want to ask you a question. Hey, Morgana. Hey, Morgana. Uh, to start with, I'd like to thank NGNG for this great podcast, the use of their team speak, and your great website. Great job, guys. The question I have is, have you ever considered offering a page on your website that would allow clans or units, yes, take communities drying up here, to advertise their unit and website to be able to to all platforms of the MechWarrior games. It may be easier for players to meet up with and join with other players of different MechWarrior game versions. Hmm, it's actually it's a good Interesting question. question. So kind of like a yeah, like a dating site for MechWarriors? Well, you know, I think it, it would <laughs> offer the ability for people almost like a centralized... I don't, I don't know. I mean, we would... To be honest, Morgana, I think it would be a great idea. We'd have to see if the public would be interested and we'd also have to talk to Adam... So, you know, I think there's some possibilities. Yeah, um, that is a good idea and something that we will definitely look into. Just got to figure out a way to make it, um, you know, as useful as possible. Is is there interest out there for that? I don't know. We'll have to... Throw fish uh, says. If, yeah. I'm just yeah, saying that for the live says. studio audience. Well, we're getting yeses. yeses. So, anyways, we can make a post. We'll, we'll get feedback. How many units would be interested in doing something like that? And, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll sit down and talk about that. Definitely. Sounds like a cool idea. Boo, do you have a question, or do you not anymore? Nah, it's a, it's a legit question. Well, I think. I'm just warning about the custom X. You fear, like, it's going to be water tanks where people get a uh, a custom, you know, premium tank, and, like, the low, and come in and dominate everybody. Well, um, actually, wasn't there... I don't think... The low doesn't dominate, um... But I know what you're saying. It just the the I think what they're going to do with the premium max is it's just going to earn you more CC bills. Uh, I don't think it will be overpowered. Um, that is my understanding. Well, and then on top of that, um, this is actually one of my fears with the uh, the game in general is you had tanks that basically made you more um, currency, and the repair bills were low. So it was a pretty much a win button for you i mean really and it wasn't just the low it was all like the paid ones i don't i don't mind you getting the mech but it shouldn't give you i don't know i i just feel like that's to me i don't like the idea of you getting more and actually having to pay less as far as repairs to the next guy who maybe doesn't have the money to have a premium account or buy stuff and he's you know he's trying to get up there and you're going literally two to three times as much xp and C bills because you, you know you pay less on your repairs just because you bought a premium um, variant or whatever. Yeah, I mean I I understand what you're saying, but I go back and forth. Remember, this is a business, yeah, and a, the o- I know I know the only way for us to be playing this for free in two three years from now is that they make good money, and the only way for them to make money is for there to be incentive. I, I and know. so, like I tell everybody in World of Tanks, you know that the bitch about the the you know, uh, wallet warriors or whatever they want to call them. The wallet warriors are the ones that make it so everybody else can play for free. So um, while I don't want to see massive advantages or even, you know, decent advantages to people that buy premium mechs or whatever, uh, the, the fact that it earns more CC bills, to me, C that's... Bills, a f- not CC. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. How about this? I make a vow... That whenever myself or other Aces members are in a match, even if it's public or not, and you're running around in a special little variant, you're going to die first. So, <laughs> well, often they're the, the, the main target. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to, in the end, I think it's going to be a good thing because it's going to create uh, income for the company and it's going to keep the game around for us all. Gotcha. But um, what if what if the repair on it's the exact same as the uh, so for example if you get the special catapult and the normal variant of the catapult the repair bears repair bill is the same, then that little bit of currency might not equal out all that much. I guess we'll have to see what it is in the end. I'm not gonna worry about it until it comes out. But if that does happen in this case, I will hunt you. I will find you. I will be losing sleep. And I'll explode you. Uh, 
Havoc and then Pappy, and then I think that'll be the end uh, for today's question. So, Havoc, you got a question for us? Yeah, guys, thanks for fielding it. Appreciate it. You're doing a great job with the podcast, and we all uh, thank you for taking the time to do it. Uh, the question I have for you is just curious. Do you all have a favorite uh, house or faction or Merc Corp uh, in the lore in the universe? Um, it may have been covered in a previous podcast. If it is, you know, you can disregard the question. But just was wondering what y'all's individual favorites were. Hmm. Good question. Yeah, Alex, how about you? I really don't like the whole backstory for Battleneck Mech Warrior, so... You don't give a shit. I really don't. I don't care about any of it. I, I hate the whole books. I hate Do you prefer aces? It. Yeah, I prefer our own unit. Yeah. See what we deal with people, how angry just he is? I mean, it's like a... It's almost infectious cheese, man. As far as a faction, I always lean towards the Fed Sons. Um, and as far as a Merc group, I always... I love the Kellhounds. I thought I was just one of those things. Uh, clans, I'm definitely... I would say I'm biased towards... Clan Wolf and Exile. Um, before and Clan Wolf. I was a big wolf found uh, wolf, and then of course I followed uh, Fail and Kel, and I've gone by that alias up until I switched uh, because of MW. So WIE. Um, what about you, Darren? Mm, uh, Merc unit. It's. I think it's going to be Gray Death Legion, um, just because they were really the first Merc unit I was introduced to, so they had the most impact on me. But I also totally love uh, uh, Wolf Dragoons. Um, and then as far, yeah, WIE as far as clans and as far as houses, mm, you know, Lao is what I probably my least favorite, but I don't really know that I have a favorite. Brennan, who do you got? Uh, for house unit, I'm going to have to go with purple and go with Merrick. Um, for mercenary unit, it's, it's really a tie between the Kellhounds and the Wacko Rangers because with the Wacko Rangers, just hating wolves all days and full-time job. And with Clan, I'm going to go with uh, Wolf and Exile. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. I'm picking Comstar, because that's who I work for, and I've got <laughs> you guys covered. <laughs> All right, who's our next question? Pappy, you got a question for us? Hey, guys. Uh, first off, thanks for the wonderful show. Uh, just a stupid question. Have any of you guys come up? With excuses why we're going to be blowing all our money and spending all our time away from our girlfriends and our wives when uh, beta and the game comes out? You mean have we uh, set up, uh, you mean something to tell them where all the money and time's going? Absolutely. Hey, they've had a full like year to prepare for this, so I'm just saying. My, I've been with my wife for 10 years, so she's fully aware of my uh, ridiculous um, addictions. What are these things waves you speak of? Um, you know those websites You'll you go to? you never know. <laughs> <laughs> it might be better that way, though, Alex. I mean, really. Do we... Yeah, but you don't have to come up with excuses or, or you know, weasel Just, your way. And... We'll live vicariously through you in ways, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Thank you in for the... Years, we're all going to want to be Alex because he'll be the only one who's still single. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Alex. Well, because I'm always beating on Phil, so this time i got to pick somebody else, so... You're picking the angry scouts. Great idea. <laughs> well, you're, you're you're not in his country, see, so I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't tell you he's he's uh, he's domestic now. We we brought him over here, so I'm sure he's looking up your uh, address he's on your, Google now. He's your domestic. He's cleaning the studios and stuff. That's nice. Oh yeah, clean up the haggis now. All right, thanks for the questions, guys. We appreciate it, uh, and we'll, sorry if we didn't get you this week. We will try and get you next week. And you can always post on the questions beforehand, and we'll cover it. Yep, yep. Moving on to MechWare Online and all news. Operation Inception. Two packages. Big news. Yes, two packages. This is huge news. And veteran founders. I want to say real quick, I thought it was funny that they also had uh, Operation Clarification. <laughs> they had to. Did you see people going ape shit? Oh yeah. They had to. I think that was a good idea. It just took them a while cuz yeah. game developers aren't sitting on the forums going, "Gee, what do you think the guys will think?" No, they don't give a shit. <laughs> no. That was pretty funny. So yeah, they got the Elite and the Veteran Founders Pack. It's pretty cool. So obviously with this gives players access around July 17th, at least that's the date they post, so very specific. Uh, the Elite Founders Package, uh, we'll just go through this real quick. You gain a exclusive custom Founders Battle Mech. 
The mech includes a lifetime per match C bill booster. $80 value in-game currency for in-game item purchases. Two-month premium account to MechWare Online at launch. Earn XP and C bills faster, which we already knew that's sort of how free-to-play wins usually. Founders tag sets your status apart from the crowd and get noticed in-game and on the forums. I don't know, really. We'll see what that is. And, of course, early access to the game with uh, Founders assets, and that's July 17th. Whereas the other option for you is the Veterans Founders uh, package at $30, and you get $40, basically half um, of in-game currency, one-month premium, uh, and then Founders tags, and, of course, the 17th. Yeah. Do they have like a, a draft Dodgers uh, level? <laughs> I might be able to do that. Well, to, for for the operation clarification to to help people understand, the servers went up today, May twenty second. Well, um, yesterday. I'm just I'm just throwing this out there. May twenty second, mm-hmm. servers went up. My birthday, May twenty second. And we're saying there's no force in this game. Obviously, there's a force. I haven't had a beta access yet. That's what you think. Let me tell you, Phil, if Alex comes on next week and says he actually got contacted by a woman that's interested in him on the 22nd, <laughs> then you know it's it's a key date. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's like some Inception um, stuff in here. Anyways, for you to, to go ahead and get ready for this, go to your profile, edit your information, also apply for the beta. You'll be able to uh, buy the Elite Founders and Veterans on July 19th. The guaranteed beta starts on the 17th, and that's if you purchase the pack, you're guaranteed access. If you're not in before, you're in on the 17th. Everything pre-17th, July 17th, is invite only. So this is, for all the people that won't get invites, this is where you can get in, guaranteed. And it's June 19th that you're able to buy all this stuff. And more stuff with MechWare Online. We have the question and answers number three, and we'll just break down this and one of the questions how will we how will two friends be able to stay in touch with each other out of game so that they can play together you're not doing a co-op at launch so the best thing next to that is multiplayer with a friend will you have a friend system and the answer via from paul was we have a friend list system which helps you keep track of your friends who are online and playing the game from the friends list you can invite people to a chat uh, group you can then join a match with everyone in that chat group, no matter what its size is, up to 12 players. Wowzers. Can I just ask, how does um, Paul know this? Paul surely does not have any friends. Um, just throwing that there. Uh, he also Lone Wolf. say, 1v1 private chat and group chat will be ready for you at launch. We will be adding additional functionality to this as it grows. So that was, I know, some main concerns with people, actually. Um, you know, you got a group. I think, what'd you say, uh, BF3, Darren? You hated that shit. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. Worst but grouping it, it ever. Work. No, it did work, except if the other team didn't have enough players, then it, it, it had to put you on the other Whether team. it's, you know, whatever the reason is, if I'm in a group with four people and I want to play with those four people and we log in and then it fucking separates us, that's unacceptable to me. Yeah, but it's also a different type of game. I mean, you know, so... I, yep. I can understand. The next question was, will there be friendly fire? Will there be a way to play on servers without friendly fire? And Garth answers this. There is friendly fire. Um, Though They have looked at options for non-friendly fire matches. We have no concrete plans to do this. So at this time, we have found that having FF on encourages more thoughtful and planned play, resulting in everyone having more fun. And I have to agree. All this means is I'm going to be legging the shit out of you guys. (laughs) <laughs> why Why would you play without friendly fire? I mean, just my thoughts. I'm still not playing with bomb anymore. <laughs> shoot me back again. That is my specialty, friendly fire, by the way. Next question was, will there be dramatic, dynamic weather with effects of gameplay, like limited vision, fog? I think we just sort of covered this, or someone asked this in the last This question one. comes up, you know, every few weeks or whatever. Um, I don't think it's of been officially... It you guys do realize how incredibly popular like the weather channel is right (laughs) people love to talk about the weather and so weather of course is a big deal in games i I, i'm telling you it's a big deal if if these mechs don't come with windshield wipers you're screwed 
Weather channel or no, I definitely agree that uh, day-night cycles and weather conditions are, that's all stuff that I love. It just makes the game more immersive, and I'm all about that. Well, they did say, we already know we've seen, or we will see, thermals. And they also said to the effect of mag scan, where, you know, you're giving away one thing, but you're gaining information, you know. So, uh, you know, and their answer was yes, there will be dynamic weather, such as rain, fog, etc. Fog will obscure your vision, make it much more, oh crap, you know. Um, so, I mean, it's Cry 3, guys. It's going to have it. They're going to have it in there. And then not to mention you know, more options for you, you know, later as far as tools. Um, I'm assuming they'll have the thermal up and ready. And the cool thing... Well, Garth answers. Garth's answer is, yes, there will be dynamic weather, such as rain, fog, etc. Fog will obscure vision and make for much more oh crap um, in matches, where you suddenly find yourself walking into the enemy. Uh, It makes things a lot more tactical and slows matches down. Also, lights love it. So yeah, it'll be there. All right, the next thing we have from MechWare Online, and the only reason I found out about this is at the, the mall earlier with my girl, and I get a text from uh, Rudy, aka Short Painter, and he says, "It's the cataphract," and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "That's isn't that the one you said?" He's like, "You really work for them, don't you?" And I was like, "No," <laughs> but wow, did you guys even suspect that this would be the next Mech released? Not even close. No. I mean, what do you guys think of it from the original to this? I mean... Well, not trying to repeat myself, but I'm going to. Flying Debris did a fucking amazing job again. Cataphract's been, for me, it's always been one of those mechs that's just kind of in the periphery. I don't really... Uh, and I'm, t- I'm not talking about the, the, the Battletech universe periphery, but in my mind, I've never really focused on it. I didn't really pay attention to it that much. It's never been one of my favorite mechs. Uh, but this artwork, and since I'm, again, the, the judge a book by its cover type of person, um, definitely made me reconsider my choice of starting with the dragon, um, which I still am leaning towards. Love the dragon. But man, this cataphract looks freaking awesome. And you know what's unique about it is it's actually very, very, very similar to the TRO artwork. I mean, really, uh, it, it didn't diverge. Um, far as the basis as soon as you saw it you know what it was it wasn't like it was like huh? you know um so we took a design that needed help and got fd's love i'm still trying to read what's written on the barrel no yeah. wolves well no that's his hand on the barrel it's got writing as well but i'm not sure if it says anything or what i like is the divergence from the curvy artwork that you know you can see on sarna you know i like the angular armored look a lot better for the cataphract it just looks more military what were your thoughts uh alex i know you and i were both looking at the uh the dragon what do you think of this i'm seriously reconsidering whether or not i should go for the cataphract or the dragon i'm i'm really not sure now so this one has jump jets that gives it a you know a different type of maneuverability than the dragon but uh yeah they're both really great mechs and 70 tons it's a little slow well i say this and um for for a heavy is mech at the time 64 kph so it is a little bit faster it's about the same speed as you know the the catapult um so yeah wow it caught me off guard wasn't expecting it so very very cool moving on to interesting form post by staff we've got brian basically goes over the ways to destroy battle mech currently we've got a headshot the center torso, ammo explosions, overheating, and then, of course, going out of bounds. So that actually, it's not like an invisible barrier. So we've got Garth. Garth uh, talks on elite mechs and worries and stuff like that. Yeah, this basically addresses what you are saying before. The elite mechs are not going to be vastly superior. So that's good. Well, I mean, elite. So well, it, not it, it's like the it's like having like I mentioned before the Timberwolf you know having like Aiden Pride's Timberwolf uh, variant. It, the variant. It's just a different variant. Better. Yeah, it, it doesn't make it any better. You make it better or worse. Uh, it just it offers you a different setup basically. So depending on what mechs they they do these with and so forth, um, which I think is unique and allows them to do it. So kudos. Paul 
he's got a post that questions asking about how to find out if you are or who is in closed beta and post count has nothing to do with closed beta access and if you'll find out someone is in closed beta there's a good chance that person broke their nda hmm hmm which we all know about NDAs, well, at least I do. We don't talk about NDAs. Hold on, what, what, what we're not to break? The first, first rule, rule of NDAs is you don't yeah, talk yeah. about NDAs. And there was Ross clearing the confusion about dates. And he says, I see lots of people mixing up June and July dates. It was stated correctly here. To reiterate, closed beta starts basically right now. And we'll be inviting in thousands of users starting anytime now. June 19th, Founders goes on sale. Closed beta continues to grow in the meantime. July 17th, Founders Program launches, and those that purchase the program get guaranteed access to the beta. Pretty simple. Nothing crazy. The question, I guess, is, will we have access? I don't know. It's all up in the air right now. Conspiracy. And then you got Brian asking if there will be achievements. And then, uh, or that was the question, and Brian says, yes post-launch so afterwards did any of that uh was there anything else brandon that was like hmm interesting not really i mean it's really about it <laughs> was it really that confusing all the forms when they went live i mean was there that much oh yes do you, do you remember that first day when we found about MechWarrior online and that first day on the forms yeah that happened again <laughs> i think it's basically um excitement makes a lot of people read things incorrectly because hmm. i read it and i understood it all not saying that i'm not excited of course i am but uh for whatever reason some people just get confused sometimes well it was also the fact that it, it came out that it seemed like it was just going to be the north american servers you know and all the europeans and all the people all, all around the world were like what the fuck we want to play mm. i'm gonna disagree there i i read it and i'm from europe and i I understood it was you were going to be able to join the American server and still get it. I th- it I wasn't yeah, it wasn't Alex, so much you're smart. Yeah, I don't know about that. He hangs out with us every day, but I don't think it was so much um, the non-Americans were feeling like they wouldn't get to play, but it was just that they weren't going to you know that the same thing wasn't going to be happening on a European server or whatever else, so that they'd have better you know latency and but could still you know play the closed beta. Which I understand, you know, basically, as always in every game, Australians are fucked and we're all happy we're American. Down under for nothing. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to move on to MechWare Tactics. MechWare Tactics is actually having a tweet chat tonight, and it starts actually in about five minutes, I believe. Five minutes. <laughs> so for those listening in our live audience, here is the link. Boom, there it goes. You can join the guys over there, and obviously Brandon will be collecting the information. We'll talk about that next week, so I'm just throwing that out there. One of the other things we have from the Tactics crew is actually really cool. Check this out. You can see their Mech Spider. For those who don't know, check it out. It's actually really cool. Um, the quality of the model, uh, really good, considering, too, this is uh, Unity and the fidelity of the graphics is actually pretty good and you can see that you can see the sort of style they're going for kudos to them i like it that's a yeah that is a badass spider the spider's always been one of those interesting mechs um it looked I, fugly dude yeah i know that's what i was trying to be you know kind with the I'll word say, interesting the original was <laughs> fugly whoever if someone is listening and you drew that shame <laughs> on you and if you got paid shame on the people who paid you for it uh, well, the 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 rumor around uh, the BattleTech universe is the people that got paid to do those original TROs got paid fifty bucks a mech. So, um, wow. you know, not a lot of money. So maybe under maybe they the the crappy design was out of spite or something like. You don't pay me fifty bucks? Well, fuck you. Here's an ugly mech. Hey, hey, coffee now. Coffee says, and before Phil gets sued, if I get sued for that, say, <laughs> it's truth hurts. And sometimes you just have to. Yeah, but this is this is an awesome, awesome spider. That is yeah, looks, well done. And Unity Engine, with, mm-hmm. especially with the Unity Engine, yeah, it's really well. Good. The Unity Engine actually is very, very powerful. Um, there's a uh, Space Marine game being developed. There's a ton of stuff. I mean, Battlestar Galactic. There's, a, it's pretty much what, how much and what you know effort you put into it, you can get out of it. But for what they're achieving, um, I love it. 
yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited to play it actually. And just I agree. Now I can phone. So, um, one of the other things I want to throw out there is um, the devs obviously will have answers to some of these questions, and there's a weekly question from devs, and one of them was, "How does the game decide when you shoot versus when you move?" Um, and the answer is in MechWare Tactics, each of the players declare turns simultaneously. Once all turns have been submitted, the game displays the results, and the next turn starts. The turn sequence in MWT is as follows. Declare weapon attacks for the turn for each mech. Plan the movement for each turn of the mech, blah, blah, blah. Commit the turn. Watch the awesome cinematic outcome in, as you just played. So basically, it follows exactly how um, the tabletop works. It's just once everything's done, then you get to see it live in 3d cinematic thing mm, it is so tasty I, you know what taryn i think when we were playing mecha mech someone was listening <laughs> or what right our damn idea because i mean we were literally sitting there going you know how to just be cool if this is in 3d and you got to see all the explosions and stuff when it happens i think the only difference where they strayed from our vision and this was like i don't know a year ago or more um is that we were we were going to go CBT or as close to it as possible, like Mega Mech. But that's you remember in the uh, interview that I did with them, they were saying they're not trying to be Mega Mech and they love that game. Um, they're trying to be something different. So that's maybe the only difference between what we were talking about and what they've done. But yeah, this is freaking awesome. Also, um, did you mention already that they they're, they went into closed beta yesterday? They went into friends and family. Well, yeah, friends and family closed beta, but yeah. Yeah, so maybe, I don't know, um, if you guys are listening, you know, I'll, I'll start playing it if you'd like. Um, hey, I, I, I called Piranha today. I'm calling Acronym tomorrow. Don't worry about it. All right, we got it. Cool. And, of course, you can always go to those forums. Uh, they've got some posts. They need your feedback. Go ahead and do that. For MechWare Living Legends, we've actually got some pretty cool stuff going on. Now, if you haven't followed the MWL team, or if you've never heard of MechWare Living Legends, first off, you need to go there. That's mechlivinglegends.net. Go and do it. Play it. Um, they've been releasing screenshots every day, and a little bit of tidbits here and there. And you guys can go to the website, check it out, the, the screenshots. I'm not going to go over that. What I'm going to go over today is on May 20th, they posted a free radical system video if you have not watched this you need to first off think of what mwo is doing with the free radical as far as your you know your radical is separate from the the, the torso um now um mwl is sort of doing that but they're going even a step further it's it's sort of like um mech warrior 3 but now you have two radical systems one tied in the torso one tied into the arms and the cool thing is aesthetically um, Vlad and the artist that created these assets did it in such a way that uh, it looks like the joint. I mean, obviously they made the joints. It looks so natural, so smooth, and it will totally change how the game is played. I was sort of awestruck, and I and I knew they were working on this, but I had no idea to the the extent. Visuals. Yeah, well, I, I I didn't know what to expect. But wow, just basically this means that I'm going to have to uh, you know relearn. All, all over again how to suck at uh, MechWarrior Living Legends, but and it is pretty awesome. Know, basically, what happened beforehand is, you know, your reticle, your targeting reticle was locked in the center of the screen. So anytime you move that reticle, much like Mech 4, your your torso is pointed at that. Now it allows free movement. And not only that is, when you're moving your mouse outside of the circle those weapon systems in that particular arc stop working you can't fire that far so when you move your arm all the way to the left the only weapons you can fire are the weapons on that arm and i mean it's it's so smooth so cool you're looking around in your cockpit obviously there's more work to be done but wow yeah it's it's more realism and and it's bringing the arms into consideration i love it i mean that's a great move on their part looks really good so now you have to have consideration of where your arms can go and fire and where your weapons been on your torso so very very cool another balancing act uh, in the making so just throwing that out there can i ask a question guys it's just an opinion what do you think is the biggest hurdle for mech warrior living legends because i know a lot of people love it like you guys and a lot of people just absolutely can't stand it because of all kinds of reasons what do you what's your opinion on this their biggest hurdle besides MechWarrior Online, uh, is that they're a mod. 
of a game. So it's a lot easier for people to get into a game if they just buy the game and then they can play it. Or if it's you know free to play, they just download well, it and play it. You you already said it's it, that's by far the biggest hurdle is you have to own Crisis Wars to be able to play. So one, you have to buy something to play a free mod. That's that's the number one issue, and a lot of people don't want to buy Crisis. I mean, it's like five you know to ten bucks depending if you can catch it on sale. That is by yet, far the but, biggest thing. But yeah, but then they want to spend sixty bucks for MechWarrior Online. I'm confused. Well, no, they're not going to pay 60 bucks. They're going to pay, you know, 14, 15 bucks a month. But I will say this. For some odd reason, within the past, I would say, uh, 15 years, there's been a lot of splits in the community. And there's literally people that will not even download, watch videos, or play this game because, I don't know, because they think their idea was better or uh, it doesn't have a mech lab. So, you know, uh, it's just horrible. When in reality... And I'll hold to this. I still think it is by far the best MechWarrior game we've had online, hands down. There, there's, yep. There's no one that can argue that and get in a match with me and not have a pure, complete uh, fun. Well, I, I yeah. gotta tell you, I did. I have watched a few of the videos that you guys have put up, you know, for MechWarrior Living Legends because I've honestly never seen it played, and I was really impressed. I mean, the thing looked really cool. Um, so I can see, you know, if you can, if you can stand going through all the the hoops to get it to work that's good but like you said a lot of people don't want to go to that much trouble <laughs> I, I, the, it's not, there's no hoops I, yeah used, i mean there you know, used to be used to be and so i think that that idea that it's a struggle to get on it is still around but really you just buy crisis wars you uh, download the mod and you're in and it's really smooth now the whole they have an auto updater but really and i said earlier that their biggest um you know obstacle is mwo and 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 that it's a mod the mod still exists but really that's easy people can overcome that simply but um one thing i do want to point out and thank you heartsblade for mentioning it is that um mwll is very different from what mwo is going to be in that it's a combined arms game so you're not just playing mechs you're playing mechs you're playing tanks you're playing aerospace you're playing battle armor uh there's no other game out there what you just said sounds exactly like what Battletech Universe would be. There you go. Oh, oh my gosh. You know, conundrum. So hey, all you naysayers. <laughs> for, for everyone out there, here's the biggest thing with MWL as well. It's a mod team. They are under, I mean, within legality, they're able to do whatever, I mean, their imagination is their limit, and you can start to see that the, the progress they're making is just more and more, they're just making a better and better and better game. Each time something comes out, you're going to have issues with it. You're going to have inputs, uh, issues with joysticks and stuff. But you got to think, these are guys not even getting paid to do this, but their love and devotion for MechWare and Battletech alone is driven. This. And uh, again, well, don't, don't misunderstand. I I am totally uh, amazed at the amount of of work that these kind of guys, you know, put into the thing. It's it's just I feel bad, you know, because they had approached me to do some stuff for them and everything. But I just like I feel bad, but they just don't have as huge an audience. And I and I wish they did, but I understand. Well, I, I was just more curious. You're absolutely right. They are they are highly underrated. And yes. um, y- you know, we probably sound like fanboys, and I'm sure. Well, you do, but that's okay. In some sense of the word, we are. But really, we're fanboys of the Battletech and MechWarrior universe. Look, if you make a game that's good, I'm going to play it. Exactly. If you make a game that's crap, I'm, I'm not. And the game is good. And then on top of that, it's release every, you know, they're releasing content all the time. And people don't quite understand. And, and we've had them on the show, but people don't quite understand the amount of detail that goes into implementing, let's say, one mech. One mech in MWL, I mean, I'd like to give you a number but i can't of the amount of hours it takes you know the creation the well, implementation i mean everything the testing and i, I would also say though that the general person doesn't really care the general person just wants a game that's that fun is correct and but saying that and and you're completely right phil you and i having you know some insight into the what's going on behind the scenes we know how hard that team is working and they're working their asses off all the time um you know kudos well, to them you know what's, you know what's going to happen is people are going to have expectations of mwo coming out and it being totally 100 percent done you guys are going to be rudely you know awakened when you realize mwo when it comes out 
it's going to be a core gameplay. There, it's it's almost like MWO in a sense of it's going to be a beta. It's not going to be a hundred percent done for a while because one, they're not done implementing all the things they want to do. It'll never be a hundred percent done. And yeah. So I guess some people I, I know I've heard some people say, well, I just want you know uh, MWL to be done and, and the mech lab and blah blah blah. Well, it'll get there, guys. Just you just gotta give it time and um i know we had a, a person in the audience actually ask why hasn't microsoft gave him an assistant disease it's because mwll is actually uh has a non-profit license they actually have permission to to use the ip so that's why it's an actual a valid um mechware product uh with uh, microsoft so that's why yeah i mean they did their shit right as far as i mean again they're they're just one of the best mods i've ever seen in any game and uh, without, you know, going overkill and, and being too uh, cheerle- cheerleader-ish for MWLL, I think those of us who have played, at least in our group, agree it's an awesome fucking game. Totally worth checking out. If you have any, you know, Battletech Mech Warrior love or whatever and you haven't tried it yet, try it. And we will give more uh, copies of Crisis Wars Warhead away in the future. So um, look for those and, and hopefully we'll get more people playing. But it's worth it. All right, moving on to Solaris Assault Tech. I've actually, uh, I'm in contact, of course, with uh, some of those guys over there. Missed a phone call last week from James to talk with him on the phone. I need to give him a call back, but, you know, we're, we're still in They'll be on the show soon. Him. But, you know, obviously um, we can't talk about the stuff because, you know, or they can't talk about it because there's stuff going on in the background, which is a good thing. So, uh, Damn lawyers. Look forward to more stuff. Today was the ending for the NGNG Art and Fiction Contest number two. I'd like to say thank you to Harvey for all the work he put into designing this. Indeed, those, thank you, Harvey. For those out there, I think there was a little bit of misunderstanding, but the Steam giveaway isn't through the the group. Uh, basically, it's just you have to have the Steam account, so therefore he can send you the prizes. So don't worry if you couldn't apply to the group or that you'd had to be accepted. That's not how it works. And we'll make sure that's uh, we'll we'll get a uh, get that fixed. But what's going to happen now is we'll get those all added up, get those posted up on the website, and then you guys get to vote. So we'll have all that info up on the website within the next week for you guys. And also, if you, if you need to get a Steam account, just go to store.steampowered.com. And I'd just like to say thank you for finally, again, pushing us over the 500 mark on Facebook. You know, You're welcome. It's, <laughs> yeah, we have George the Jew. Uh, to thank for that. Out there, you know, doing some cheerleading stuff. But really, the, the craziest thing is, and me and Darren are, are really humble about this, because what we're doing pretty much is what we did before um a little bit more organized uh, a, a bit but um we're doing this for you guys and we hope uh, you guys enjoy the show just as much and i know there's uh, a lot of people that do uh, uh do give us the feedback of uh, making it even better so if you have an idea like morgana or other stuff that can improve the community because we're that's what we're for go us and let us know and uh shoot us an email uh, at the no guts no galaxy website and uh we'll i mean we literally or i literally have an iphone that pings off and i can look up stuff so i'm constantly in in feedback uh with you guys yeah um and i want to reiterate uh that we are very humbled by everything that's happened since last october with uh ngng and uh also i want to reiterate it's really just all you guys so um the the big congratulations for 500 uh users on facebook yes thank you uh george for your help but really the big thank you is to all of you for doing that because i know a lot of people don't even like facebook and so just getting on there and uh supporting us is a big deal so thank you i totally hate facebook it sucks up so much time (laughs) (laughs) i agree all right guys thanks to everyone our community our other staff members working behind the scenes and alex is taking over the editing again (sighs) So I will Thank say God. This, yeah. uh, it might right. be a little rough, but we'll get it going yet again. So uh, Yeah, basically, uh, Alex is taking over on all the editing again. I've been doing it for a month or two or whatever. Uh, that'll mean after today's uh, episode that these things will get out a lot quicker. And I apologize for the delays. Um, there's just a lot of 
besides all of our day jobs, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes for NGNG, and it's just hard to do it all when uh, when you're only one or two or three people. So thank you, Alex, for all of your hard work, and, and uh, Adam on the website, and everybody that's working behind the scenes. We totally appreciate it. And to continue support, um, just uh, pay attention to the website, and we'll be getting some other stuff like the shirts and donations, subscriptions, all that fun stuff uh, will be really out there. So. This was your local No Cuts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Philip. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Patrick L. And this is Alex. Until next time, MechWarriors. Warriors.